0: welcome to the confederacy of dunks basketball podcast i am your host freddie rivas and who sir
1: are you well i am the producer my name is matt duncan uh freddie how are you doing today uh i'm doing okay i'm feeling pretty good uh how are you you feeling all right Yeah, I think I'm feeling okay. Uh, I'm about to, uh, you know, do a little exercise after the pond. I'm excited about that. I got the exercise bike ready to go. Cheers. And um, Uh, I'm going to put on the crown, catching up on the crown. (laughs) Catch up on the crown. um, (laughs) Make sure the
0: queen, you know, is treating everyone fairly. Yeah. uh, Which I assume is mostly what the crown is about. Um, And I'm not sure if Theresa May uh, is
1: in there yet. Theresa May. Wow. Whoops. <laughs> uh, wrong. female. Whoa. British, uh, Got master. to the, I haven't gotten that far yet. How dare. Theresa um, May.
0: <laughs> Matt's working out watching the crown. I'm working out, uh, watching PBS. So, Hey, oh, nice. Uh, but let's, let's get, uh, let's get into the goods. If people want to, you know, help us out, if they want to, you know, find us, by the way, we're a basketball podcast. If you haven't, if you haven't, figured that out yet we're we're a raptors nba basketball podcast correct hardcore fans and uh you know not a lot of insiders but maybe some in the future um matt so yes what's up where can people find us where can they you know
1: you know subscribe join our patreon we've got all these wonderful links everywhere they kind of rain down like a like a soft snow If you if you get to the right place, you'll find them on our Instagram and our Twitter. We've got one of those link trees and you click on that and then it just like unrolls a a ledger full of our links. And guess what, Freddie? I didn't tell you this yet, but I did add a Shopify link to that link tree. Holy guacamole. Yeah, I finally did it. I feel confident that we can actually do the Shopify thing now. So, yeah, if you do want the anti itch toque, it's cold. I went outside to check the mail tonight for the pod. And I regret not wearing the toque. Regret it, because now I got to cut off parts of my ear because it's it's uh, <laughs> it's frozen. Don't cut off any
0: of your ear. I think the analogy has run its course. Um, <laughs> Matt's starting to lose his mind.
1: Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, no, okay. Uh, obviously, I'm joking here. I didn't cut off my ears yet, but those toques. There yeah. is a link to them now. Okay. So you gotta check out the link tree. If not, just go to dunkspodcast.com. We got all our links there. And the sonar network. That is the network we're on. You know, they are they are our are, are, in in the podcast universe, I guess they you know, they're they're like our high class lawyers that that, that run into the rooms and and I love it. Make sure everybody knows our case. <laughs> yeah, they're big time scary lawyers. That's the way to think about our podcast network.
0: Um, but, you know, there, there's so many good pods on there, and they're yeah. big angry lawyers for for all of us. Yeah, as a collective. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: they it's all wear suits. They sleep in their thing. suits. They have briefcases, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, they. So yeah, that so <laughs> this is what we want you to know. This is the important yeah. info. This is just like inside stuff. If you're like looking to join a podcast network, get one that's like a lawyer. <laughs> damn right
0: um is that all the goods what well, we what well, matt if people want to you know support um, us
1: support us you know help us out during these tough times yeah we've got we've all got tough times i know it's tough the wallets are tight but we do have a patreon you can just chip in a little or you can chip in a lot and you get a little bit more with the more you pay right folks like you get you know You're going to get the exclusive uh, episode the day that we record early, early access to that uh, additional content as well as possibly Freddy's hot sauce. That's right. (laughs) So, you know, find the tier that works for you. We might have to start renaming the tiers because half of our tiers are are no longer on the Raptors. Um, That's right. Oh, my God. We have to reorganize those tiers. Yeah. Do we or do we just keep them uh, indefinitely? We gotta yeah. reorganize them. The Jeremy Lin one stays. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm glad we had this talk. It's um, two bucks. But uh, I think I
0: think that basically brings us to the beginning of the pod. But uh, yeah. before before we launch right in, let me just say, uh, as a, as I am known to say, um, yeah. email your city councilors, people, defund the police, Black Lives Matter, and uh, let's get this podcast going. Maddie, if you feel like we're good to go, please, sir, just give me those sweet words. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's bring on guest number one. Uh, I've known him for a long time. He's done the pod a bunch. Uh, we tend to agree on everything so uh i you know i want to keep that going but if there's a natural disagreement there's a natural disagreement uh he's hilarious he's a wicked stand-up he's an improviser he's an actor he's an athlete give it up as loud as you can even if you're at home alone for yao (laughs) tua time you're on the club, every What's up, time, buddy?
2: every single time, I hear that song, I think it's
0: Oh, I, I was impatient I didn't let the beat drop. That's when the oh, man takes off his pants. All the it
2: is. <laughs> takes off his pants. Yeah, yeah. It's it's
0: for me. It's that oh, type of beach, God. beach vibes, like beach raves.
2: Oh yes, beach raves. Just like shirts off, splashes the water, flirt. Kick someone's sandcastle because we're a bully. No, I'm kidding.
0: No, <laughs> no don't kid, you know. If you if you're yao on the beach, you gotta kick over a sandcastle every now and then
2: just to show people what's up. You do it by accident and then you build it and then you come for that kid who built the sandcastle, and then some bully comes along and tries to destroy it and you throw a football at them. That's who I am. That's who I am at the beach.
0: Wow, that's just a, a wonderful kind of like image that people can deal with or or enjoy like uh they can absorb that however they want but let's bring on guest number two um i I feel like you two have done the pod together before but maybe not uh it's gonna be a fun combo he's also hilarious uh he's a wicked stand-up uh i've known him for a pretty long time too he's a frequent guest of the pod he's probably the best Back to the basket, big man I know. Um, uh, Shout out any uh, Arvidas Sabonis fans. Uh, He looks nothing like Sabonis. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Ian Gordon. Two of the hottest tracks, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. Welcome to Guantanamo. (laughs) <laughs> oh god um <laughs> i like that ian
3: how are you doing oh i'm doing very well i'm enjoying the uh enjoying the, the january it's flown by hasn't it 2021's flying by
0: oh yeah 2021 is like all those people who are like oh 2020 is so crazy i'm like 2021 not gonna be crazy gonna be totally tame uh, yeah man yeah. yeah i'm ready to enjoy it you know
2: you're ready oh, for man. a really boring year yeah. yeah, I think that's the most
3: bankable thing at this point. Hey man, I mean, I'm good. I'm good with boring. I'm good you with know? boring. As so long as I get I, my goal, it would be nice if we all got to go into a restaurant within the next twelve months. Would that be fun? I'm into that. I'd like Watch to. The get, I'd the like to just go to a deli. Oh um, yeah. You know?
2: I want to tip. I want to tip a waitress named Misty. Uh, not against tipping my. Uber, so specific, Misty. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Listen, like, you know,
0: um, spread the wealth. If you are Misty. Please uh, check misconnections because Yao is <laughs> for sure trying to reach out.
3: Uh, let's um, are just get a bunch of people that were crying that are gonna check misconnections. Misty, <laughs> right? The tears, mist. <laughs> um,
0: you know, you, you could encounter a I'm lot sorry. worse people on the internet than than Yao. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that was you. you know, hey, trying trying to throw some good vibes. Um, That's a good vibe. What? What, a, what an endorsement! Not terrible. <laughs> I've I'm looking at my own image too much because I've winked like three times, and that just needs to go away. Uh, and we need to talk some Raptors ball because there's a ton going on, as there always is. Maddie, if you're there, and I know you are, I keep saying that. Please, good sir, give me your best, most delicious Raptors sting. Um, Ian, let's go to you first. Uh, Chris Boucher, uh, Trey Boucher, the three. You got Black Quebecois, um, Slim <laughs> so Duck. So like good. he needs more nicknames because he's just beasting unbelievably hard. He's exploding. Uh, I think there's obviously going to be some type of like settle in moment. Uh, what do you think it is? Like, like not, sorry, not the moment, but like, well, like after this Chris Boucher,
3: mm-hmm. assuming
0: he doesn't remain like, I don't know, all star level for the rest of this season. Um, what's like a, a fair regression to expect or, sure. or, you know, him in the lineup?
3: You know, you're going to get a plateau with him for sure. But uh, it's just nice to see him playing above what everyone expected. Because it shows kind of what he can do, what he, when you put him in the right position, position to succeed, he can do. He can. Hey, is he a twenty ten guy? No, but he can do it, right? Like it, it's opportunity based. He's probably not going to get enough opportunity to get those numbers every day, especially with nurse system kind of like hot hand feeding, uh, lineup mixing up kind of thing. He'll have his crazy games, which he's had a game. Woody at five threes, the one game. And he had another game with six blocks, another game with seven blocks. Like, so we can see his ability on both ends of the floor. But I could see him settling in at, you know, sixteen and, and nine would be great kind of thing. Sixteen and 10, 17 and ten. Like, yeah. So
0: his average right now is sixteen and seven. Like, and that's right. through
3: the season. You
0: know, which probably includes mm-hmm. a couple like you know short shifts and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, he's yeah. he's twenty three minutes on the year.
3: Exactly. So. Statistically, that seems pretty in the ballpark. Sorry, I feel like I cut you off. No, no, you're you're right, and I think <clears throat> that's what I mean. I don't think the scoring volume might not be there, mm-hmm. uh, just because we have so many other weapons on the offensive end. But um, I can see his rebounds going up a tick for sure. He could. Put, I wonder. Could he, you think he could average two blocks a game? Maybe. Right. I mean, he seems like
0: yeah. He has the most. Uh, he has the most blocks outside of the paint in the NBA. So it's like I think right now there's this element where he's surprising everyone. It's like the Lakers game last year, every night Mm -hmm. where they're like everyone's like, Who's this guy? Whoa, he's pretty talented. Let me just underestimate him for a bit. Wait, I can underestimate him. Okay, well, we probably can't do that. Whoa, he's doing like Durant style threes. So it's like I'm just waiting for, you know, him to be in a scouting report legitimately where a team's like, okay. So this guy is really good at these five things
3: and yeah i mean if, he, if he's if he keeps playing the way he's playing he's two two things will happen that will happen but he'll also get he'll get more minutes so his numbers will go up true i think that there is i mean <clears throat> where does he slot in i think it's matchup based for sure depending on who they're going to play like if they're playing kind of a small ball quick lineup then he'll probably play more but if they have to play somebody like i don't know like an beat or something or someone like big like that, it's hard. But he shows what he can do. He's athletic. He can move, especially on the perimeter on the defensive end. But, you know, I don't want to get off topic, but maybe the Raptors are going to address some more of their issues with bigs. I don't know. But, again, we're going to speak about it later. But the way things are going, sort of, you know, meeting Dallas, stuff like that, it's looking like maybe they're figuring their system out with him without a need to address it. I don't know. So, but again, if he gets more minutes this season, maybe, like I said, 17 and 10, potentially. Um, how dare
0: you stray from the topic? Uh just <laughs> <What> to- <laughs> this show? No, no. no um, yeah. well, it's a uh, stray city over here, and, and, and we'll, we'll get to what you're referring to. But um, yeah, you, you, you hit a lot of good points. Like, I think we are finding our identity with Boucher. So mm-hmm. that does mean more minutes, ETC. Um, yeah, where, where are you at as far as, like, Boucher settling into the squad, assuming he's not this, like, absolute, you Ouch. know, just, like, soul destroyer of a player?
2: Yes. Right now we're getting what I assume Pete Boucher is. It, it, it's nice to see this. Yes, I, if, I agree. if he maintain this for the season um, and we could just find our footing again, um, because I'm assuming Tampa is just sucking out all the life from our players. Then this team would be nearly impossible to beat in the playoffs. Like that's truly like, what I assume will happen is we'll see a little bit of a dip in his points. We'll see a little bit of a dip in his rebounds. It'll settle around a like eight. I'd be nice if he was like a six, uh, a 12 and the 12 and seven and a half guy. Mm-hmm. Off the bench. He, he would totally. just, That would just be like real ideal. Um, right now he's overperforming. I love it. I personally do love it. Uh, I also feel like he's eating up the other bench because he's still like not getting the bulk of the starting time. He's just yes. coming off the bench and just giving us everything. Um, and that changes
0: like Ian was saying with the matchups, right? Like
2: he, he, I think he just like, he's just a matchup nightmare for anybody who's not like a starting Big like outside of your, like, there's a few starting bigs like mm-hmm. your Carl Anthony Towns and your, um, uh, what's his name, Miami? I believe I forgot some names, uh, but Bam. Yeah.
0: Bam? Yes. Bam, yeah, Bam, yes, exactly, like a guy like Bam. You, like, you you know you would imagine is going to eat Boucher's heart out, but also yeah he's thriving in this small ball world. Like he's he can cover wings, he can you know even Boucher and Stanley, which we'll we'll get to. I'm kill, killing my own. I'm, I'm doing what Ian was doing, uh, and you know we got Aaron Baines night uh, from Matt. Matt will throw some stuff in there from time to time, folks. Look at him. <laughs> no, good, but like, I like it.
2: I like how he's performing right now. I think he's just picking up the slack in the middle that we. Clearly have, uh, and we'll talk about it in a bit, um, about our centers not performing, our starting centers, our center acquisitions of the offseason are not performing, up to snuff, and he's just like kind of picking up where they left off, which is great. It just shows how being in the program uh, pays dividends. I mean, we're seeing it with Stanley Johnson this year, who just did not perform last year, and now he's just coming in his own. He's seeming more comfortable, and Chris it's like showing up and it just we have a system that develops players So I just wish it was a little bit faster mm-hmm. to be
0: perfectly honest. With well, you. and and I think the cupboards are a little bit bare right now. Um, and what what Ian was referring to, and I think like I'll just bring up because you you know you, uh, yeah you've rightfully kind of moved on to Stanley, Stanley Johnson, the Stanimal, who's kind of charming everyone, you know, not <laughs> light in the butt, and that's right. That's kind of working with Boucher. It's like this is all tying together with the, our identity forming. Like I think he's helping us form that. But the Raptors have dropped Alex Len, so you know the center experiment mm-hmm. of Baines and Len. And, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll sign Boucher because he's already a Raptor. Well, Baines isn't working. Uh, Len, I guess, wasn't working at all. So this maybe does point to kind of like a uh, direction. And, you know, we can speculate uh, about who it's going to be. But I think like, you know, it's, I guess, Kylo Quinn, Deadman. Maybe there's a trade. Who knows? But yeah. sticking with what you were talking about um yeah, just like yeah, like are you are you charmed by Stanley Johnson? Like, do you believe it? Like, where where are you at with him?
2: Uh, I feel like uh, the words last year. Uh, you remember that uh, conference with Nick Nurse and people were talking about how hardworking Stanley was. And he was like, no, like did not want to give him any credit whatsoever. Yep. Uh, he, was you,
0: he was rough to him last year.
2: He was, he was rough. He was. Uh he didn't get a lot of minutes last year. Uh he had a big contract. It seemed like it seemed like we we spent too much money on him and we should have kept some money more aside uh for Ronde and like now he's stepping up and I think it's just part he took it personally. By the know. way, bring Ronde home. Sorry. Yeah. Part he took it personally and part like you know, like our system is is good for growth and development. Like you could see, you saw Siakam come up. You saw uh, even Kyle Lowry. Like you see people once they get kind of settled, just really find their place and their spot within the team. Um, and so I, I like what Stanley's doing. Um, I, I feel. Do you like, buy it?
0: That's what I want to know.
2: I, I, you know what I do? I feel like he's like you. You stay around the team long enough, like you know what me, like, me too I don't know if it's just like good vibes but it, it does seem like he's
0: he's buying into the eighth ninth man role which is like hey man that's that's good when you have buy-in at that role and someone who's not gonna take a bunch of silly shots and hit hit their open shots but yeah. sorry I feel like I cut you off
2: yeah, I just feel like our bench is pretty close to what you want a playoff bench to be just like we can go just deep enough with a bunch of people we trust to support the um, so people who can put the ball in the bucket um, the issue right now is just like kind of finding our synergy at the same time and I just think that's where our issue is mm-hmm. like we're not we we can't have we're not having like our starter like our big starting four players and our OG Pascal Freddie and Kyle playing well at the same time like playoff well but like everybody else seems to be stepping up. So I like what Stanley's doing. Uh, I buy it. I like the, I, I like his reference to having drunk in the trunk. Um, yep. Me too. Listen, um, we, we have some thick boys on our team, right? We do. I love it.
0: Um, Ian, we're, we're, you know, we got some thick boys on the team. That's a, that's a nice meaty transition. Um, oh, yeah. Stanley is, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Stanley's charming me. He's charming you Are you like, hey, this guy's an actual, like, no, get him out of here? Or are you kind of like, are you charmed?
3: Hi, I'm charmed as much as, like, you're going to be charmed from somebody who's at the end of the bench doing what they can and playing well. That's So drama. he's getting a half smirk from you. Yeah, I mean, I, he's a fine end of bench player for sure. He, you, need, you need a hustle player. Every team needs someone like that. Every team needs somebody who's willing to come in in that 8-9 slot and do their job and do it well and if the team needs xyz at the moment you provide it right so he's doing that well like you said um how he played luca and you know I mean, luca's going to do what he does but he, if he can provide that for us and the other guys who are going to score who are going to run the offense can do that then maybe you have something you got to figure they had a plan with this team if you let you know, Gasol and Abaca walk. Those are your two bigs, but they're also like, you know, Abaca's led in the league and blocks, and Gasol's a former defensive player of the year. Like, you're letting, like, yes, they're in the latter stages of their career, but you can't kind of just pick up that kind of skill and intuitiveness. And no, especially it's like when you got experience. Grab your, <laughs> yeah. And championship together, right? So you let those guys go, and then you get Aaron Baines and Alex Len maybe you're thinking to yourself that particular position isn't necessarily important anymore to what we're trying to do because you clearly know that you bring in Len who's not proven and Baines who is like, I me, he wears high socks. Like that's all I need to say. So, yeah. You know, like a I, good thing. Though. Like what do you, you know, they must have something <laughs> up their sleeve and you know, beating Dallas like the way they did. And if, It all—it's all about wins, right? So, let's say they're winning and this is working. Um, You know, then maybe they don't make a change. Maybe, maybe Johnson is right for his role, and maybe uh, everything's kind of working out the way it's meant to be. But if the wins don't come, you know, I don't know—is Johnson even? Johnson's not going to play factory. He might just be a be gone, right? He might be in a trade or something. He's that kind of player
0: yeah no i mean i think it's like it's important to not get like too uh invested in like raptors like saviors this year uh and i think that there might be you know there might be some truth to johnson plays some night you know we haven't seen a lot from Bembry. maybe he's someone who buys into the system in the right way and he's kind of just learning it right now and Mm -hmm. ends up being like a impactful guy Flynn has definitely looked pretty good you know taking the keys I I actually wasn't on the like oh Flynn's got to play train because I was like we're so small like I just don't I don't I don't see the minutes for small guys but he does maybe seem to have the headiness to kind of outweigh that Mm -hmm. and and, you know um I, I actually didn't really talk about Um, I I, I meant to. Uh, Stanley Johnson, part of his charm was saying like, yeah, this is all the Raptors defense. I didn't shut down Luca, you know, also kind of implying OG didn't shut down Luca. Like we were the primary assignment. And, you know, that's pretty true to the way the Raptors defense is recognized around the league. Like you had Tatum last year saying that the most difficult defensive assignment on any night was playing against the Raptors. I think he definitely motivated himself because he looked like he had a pretty easy game us easy game against us when we played him. But um, let's mm-hmm. let's keep talking. Wait, wait, Dallas. before we move on, Sorry. I just, I just go want ahead, to say yeah.
2: one thing about centers in the league because like uh, people think it's like a decision that like doesn't need attention anymore. Like we just. Everything's going shooting and everything's small. Listen, good centers are just hard to find. Like, totally. names, they're, like they're rare. they are just – they're not a – like, you have your cat, you have Bam, you have – like, even Drummond plays decent but doesn't play good on defense. Um, Mitchell Robinson's playing well. Um, the only reason why I know that is because he's on a fantasy team. He's not taking me out for some reason. <laughs> um,
3: ah. um, Christian Wood, hard. dude. Christian Wood. Don't forget about Christian Wood.
2: Christian Wood, is a, a Christian Wood is a four. Uh, even, like, Jesus, Cody is playing pretty decently, but it's hard to get a good five. And so, like, I feel like it's not a position because everything else, like, in order to play any of the other four positions, the skill level has gone up so much. And then you have a dominating center and they just need up, a like, a lackluster center. So, like, for every, like... Gasol or even like 80 can play the five. Like you have like, I don't even know who's starting for Detroit and it's just really hard to find. I think it's just really hard to find a good five. So I don't think, I don't think it's a less, less of a need, but I think like you have someone like you have a team like the magic who hoards two of them, but then you have like the leading is like the leading passer in the league is Jokovic in Denver. and Denver. So you, you get the right one. You're like in a good position you don't get one you have to figure some things out some
0: yeah.
3: things. no
2: no it's true it's
0: like i think it's one of those things where it's like oh yeah you need you need a really good like center it's like cool if you can get your hands on one um and i think that you kind of have to build around
2: what you have
3: i think the old mm-hmm. NBA, know,
2: like the, way, the old like NBA teams compromise on their centers they that's why you had a chris dudley used to start at center which like it, it's funny to think of, but then you have Shaq dunking on them and they love watching that replay over and over. Mm-hmm. But like you, You'd you have, like, bad players just get... Dr- Michael olo get drafted because they're tall. And then, like, when you have a good center, you kind of remember why their is important. I think it's like, they're not really going to have a sub part five. And instead, they'll just play four... four five good players
0: instead
2: of like one all both and four other players um, that's my rant about centers. no
0: so, bro, no center rants are welcome um, and yeah Ian like with I a with Dallas um, like I don't know I feel like I was seeing more comprehensive full not like full 48 but you know taking in, into account this whole like center talk thing because like what Yao was saying too is like you know KP is kind of one of those guys, although his height didn't bother us that much. And we were able to kind of like work around it and beat the crap out of Dallas. So like, Ian, Mm -hmm. what are you thinking as far as like, do you feel like this is like a turn? Like they've, does this game make you feel like we've turned it around?
3: Uh, I mean, Dallas is a good team. And if you can beat them comfortably, then you've got something going because if you're a bad team, you always lose to good teams, right? And even though Dallas's record isn't there right now, they're still good. Um, Luke is a star. Chris Stepp's been out the whole season. Yeah, it looks like Hardaway is hurt a bit because he shot the ball. He didn't even hit a shot, I don't think. So <clears throat> either way, that's a credit to our defense. So, yeah, I would say that this, this kind of win gives me confidence that you can beat if Houston comes to town or – you know decent west coast teams come to town or milwaukee you can give them a go you don't look at milwaukee and go well we're gonna get blown out right that's when that's when as a fan you're like
0: crap right yeah yeah
3: (laughs) but when you can beat dallas early in the season when you can start as poorly as we did and come back and have a kind of a good win in the kind of 10 to 12 game mark then that that is spirited for sure and they're you know, like you said, the, think about center position. Like, we're talking about traditional center, rebounding, outlet passing, intelligent, bulky kind of center. There hasn't been an NBA champion, maybe the Cavs, but that's only because of LeBron, specifically. But, like, every other team, even even the Raptors had Gasol and Ibaka. Like, Anthony Davis is on the Lakers. That's LeBron is amazing, but you put him with Anthony Davis... Like, they can't really be beat. You know what I mean? The center position is crazy important.
0: Yeah, and no, I think, like, um, just to tack on to my question, Ian, like, you know, not so much do you think the Raptors have, like, fully turned it around, like, we're an awesome team, but I think, mm-hmm. you know, we're a pretty good team. But I guess also what I'm driving at is, like, do you think maybe some of that Raptors panic, should we trade Kyle talk,
3: it's like, like you know, have the Raptors played well enough that it's like, oh right, that's a silly conversation. You know what, man? The sun rises, and somebody on the internet says we should trade Kyle. <laughs> fair, fair. That's you know, I mean? you know, like that's all I've been hearing for the past five years. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's years. Sure, now. trade him, but are you going to get value, and not just on paper value? Are you going to get intrinsic value? For what you're going to do to that team to trade, to trade away the captain, you'd better get something good back and not just something on paper. You better get something that you can win games because you're going to, doing that, you're sacrificing, if you trade him, even if you got a star, you won't win this year you know what i mean like you really have. it would, it would to honestly be when you devastating, devastating.
0: Oh, like yeah, I, I, yeah. I think people that's one of those things where they're like yeah do it and then if it actually yeah. happened it would be like sad there'd be like a week of mourning with oh, yeah. people who came it. back with like would be like wait we got a couple picks
3: yeah oh, exactly no and then he's you gonna know, come back and he'll be on whatever team he's on He'll score like thirty points, and like uh, I can't, you know
2: what I mean? Ooh, that's so heartbreaking. I can't even think about it. Yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, it's not like he's going to retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Where are you at? Like, you know, do you think the Raptors have have turned it around? Do you think that type of like that type of like what should we do? Because this season's a loss. Talk is done, Mm. or are you kind of
2: like I need more convincing? Okay, so. This might be long, Well, i try to see if I can cut it down. Uh, us playing in Tampa is, like, I, I, I was having this conversation with a few other people, but it's, like, the most – like, imagine being this, like, displaced from your home and having to come up with new routines in a new area of the world and still, like, do your job at a high level. So I feel like most of the season is hard to, like, kind of contextualize with everything else. Like, it's going to be hard to win – when you have to stay in a temporary house in Florida, the sign language capital of that damn state. I know that. Um, Don't ask me why, but I do know that. So there's, it's for one, I feel like part of the season is kind of a wash in that sense. Like we were either going to do gangbusters because we're down there. We're not going to adjust well. And I don't think we've adjusted super well yet. Uh, That being said, never trade Kyle. I don't, that, that trade tie is always going to persist because if we don't have a winning record. And the Clippers need a point guard, and for some reason, some people are going to try to talk that into existence. Um, it is going to be like because he's everything the Clippers need is what Kyle is. He's he can, uh He's a leader who can hit shots, who plays defense. Um, he is he is Lou Will and Pat Beverly put together except not nearly as obnoxious and does not have the same hankering for chicken wings as they do. the sad sad part is like that's who we would get
0: it would it would be like lou will bev they have to get like the, to, to salary match they have to get within 5 million of 33 million so that's like a whole part of this like raptors or that, like, Lowry stuff that I'm always just like, get out of here. like Because, like, most contenders aren't like, hmm, what should I do with this extra $33 million? Most contenders no. are pretty close to having the team they want. So it's like they don't have that kind of
2: dead salary. Just like... No, no one has it, so I don't expect it. But then again, I think... Like Thunder Thunder. Um, and, like, I think... I think after Derozan getting traded, it would take you have to move mountains to move if you want to trade Lowry if you expect the fan base to kind of stay on board for this besides I don't think they should I think they need to ride out this season and then see what regardless of what the outcome is and see what next year brings if they can play their games in Toronto because I think this team completely different if the season started in Toronto versus the season starts in Florida I don't care about the whole like you no know, fans thing I just think the fact that they're not going to their home to their pack practice facility To their arena Throws them off So I here hear Yeah So no Don't trade them um, Never trade them He is the first And only Raptors player I believe That should even cons- Be considered For a jersey retirement I totally
0: agree um, not you being know what? I, I feel like I just can't not talk about um, the giant NBA news anymore. So let's, let's get going. Cause got to talk about uh, the beard. Uh, just because <laughs> okay. we just got, it's, it's huge. Um, Maddie, I know you're there. So I'm not even going to say, I hope you're there. Uh Good sir, can you rev up your nastiest, most angry NBA Adam Silver sting? Good sir, please.
1: This is Adam Silver.
0: <laughs> I I messed up my like throw there. I w- Don't know what to say. I usually say take it away. And then I said good sir and I was like, wait, did I already say good sir? So I dropped a second good, sir. Anyways, we're... Uh, so disappointing. We're doing okay out here. Um, yeah, let me go <laughs> to you. Let me go first on, uh, on on this just wild Brooklyn trade. We'll explore the other parts of it later. Uh, Indiana, Houston. There is a lot of interesting parts. And I think, uh, you know, Kar- Karis Levert, hopefully he uh, is okay. Uh, that's kind of shocking news. Um, but one game happened. We got a 30 point triple double. Uh, looks like Kyrie is on his way back. Uh, and we do have a legitimate superstar big three. It's, uh, in my opinion, the only big three in the NBA. Uh, I think it vaults them into contention. Um, I don't know if I can say that I think they are the favorite. Uh, but I'm almost there. Um, yeah, what do you think? Are they the team to beat, or what?
2: Uh, it makes the East interesting. They're not the finals favorites. No, not, not even close. Uh, for uh, reasons such forth. One, the Lakers are still are still like a cut above the rest of the league. They they went into the offseason thinking they – like they acted like they lost the finals, which I thought was strange, but also like – Amazing! Like they—they they were so motivated to like repeat. Um, two, harder in the playoffs is still looking like, going to be a big mystery because, like this, like he's not working as hard during the re- regular season, but he, hes not going to need to. He's not going to put the team on his back like he did in Houston for like ten years, um, eight years to be specific. But like, I don't. I still. Like, we still don't have that. Playoff performance You know like When a team like Can scout you And know you And see you See you for the next Two weeks Like how he's going To perform in that Because he just has it Um, He usually just Kind of burns out And this Mm -hmm. this Version of James Harden Doesn't look like He's going to Surpass that threshold Anytime soon And they don't look like They're going to play D Like Yeah they had some Defensive stops Against the Bucks Last night But like What are you talking about Jeff Green
0: DeAndre Jordan. No, they're going to lock teams down.
2: Listen, that is the—that's a Bud problem. I think, I think they're. I think Milwaukee. I think for this is the best thing to happen to Milwaukee because I think Milwaukee's problem is Bud. They just need a better coach than Bud in situations, and. Brooklyn kind of expose some things so if they don't make the finals and buds for sure got. Um wait wait, 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 wait what 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 oh oh you mean if Milwaukee doesn't beat Brooklyn bud if be Milwaukee. Milwaukee can't get past Brooklyn. But I just like Philadelphia for some for, for some reason I feel like Philadelphia was a team to beat. They're like my finals pick out of the east. That's not the Raptors. Obviously the Raptors getting in at number 6 and tearing up the east is what might be brain and heart really feel but I feel like like the team to beat in the East right now there's no real team to beat in the East because the finals like everything I don't think Miami it's a long ways away it's you know it's just a long ways away and Miami is not the team that made the finals last year and I don't think anyone else has proved it so I don't think there's a team to beat in the East but my personal finals favorite is Philadelphia they're just the most put together team offensive offensively and defensively and I don't think there's a matchup for Embiid that's another big person that like Mm-hmm. that's a skilled big man and I don't think there's a matchup for them and I think Doc just has their hand on straight. So Ian, what do you uh, what do you think Brooklyn team team <clears> to <throat> beat
0: or are you kind of kind of with Yao or you know it's a midseason thing. I am i gotta say like I'm usually more oh my God, me and Yao are kind of disagreeing here. Um, Well, not even fully, because like I'm actually with Yao's reasoning, but I just I do think this is an electric big three. It's like KD, James, and Kyrie. Like I kind of think Kyrie is the perfect third man. Like I would second man of my not sure.
2: Sorry, I was gonna say I'd be more afraid of them if Kyrie wasn't on the team. Like it was Harden and Durant. And another guy, it was like, if it was Lowry, it would be a wash. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I agree. He priority. is like that
0: volatile figure. Yeah. Um, and he does like add, like you know, increase the blow up potential. But yeah, Ian, what do you think? Uh, where are you at with Brooklyn?
3: Um, you know, they're for sure the East favorite in my opinion. Uh, well, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's got some cohesiveness, which will be to their advantage if they face each other. They know each other. they but the one thing Milwaukee would have is is more pressure because, like you said, their their coach is gone if they don't if they don't beat them and Giannis not to the finals again, bad, right? Mm-hmm. So there's more pressure on Milwaukee, but they have some cohesiveness. They've got some good players. Middleton is good, like you know. But the thing that holds that team together, Brooklyn, uh, is Durant. Durant is an assassin. He doesn't want to lose. And he doesn't give a fuck about going to the of local, lose, my French to the strip club. And he doesn't care about burning sage. He wants to win. <laughs> and he wants to get more championship trophies. Kevin Durant wants he to win. He looks
0: disgusting right now.
3: This is the thing. Kevin Durant wants to win. He's like LeBron. He wants to win. He doesn't give a shit about the extracurricular stuff. God love him. I'm sure he's got his opinions on things and his, his motivations outside of basketball, but when he's playing, he wants to win, and he will drag those two guys by the like by the underwear to you know what I mean. Like, he will get them to win, and I think that they will win at least because of that and because of him if he stays healthy, of course. Um, and their team's not bad, the bench is whatever, but you have those three players, you don't worry about about too much like
0: the is
3: Kyrie, ridiculous He's so to, to your point
0: Ian the, the pecking order is kind of interesting on on the nets because it is distinguished it's like you have oh, these yeah. three excellent players but it's like well Durant's better than Durant's Harden. the alpha and dog Durant's and the then it's alpha like, dog well Harden's better than Ir- Irving and then yeah and then Irving's you know
3: for the sure better than the rest of the team it's just about really? al- it's just about alphas though in that sense is that like it's just about what have I done and what it, it And the problem, again, is this is where you have issues is because you think that, but those guys don't think that. You know what I mean? In Kyrie's mind, he hit that shot over Steph. Steph. He, you know what I mean? Like he's, Durant is Durant, but I feel like they're not winning, winning a, a championship. They kind of have to have a really good meld have to have cohesiveness and you can't, there can be no kind of like uh, this, that's not team sports, right? It's not how it works. Mm. We all saw the Clippers last year. Well, you also have, exactly. And you also have uh, Nash who is kind of an unknown as a coach. He's a very good basketball player. and He seems like he's a decent coach, but like, let's say they play the Lakers who just came off a championship. This is the stuff of theater, okay? Because it's Kyrie going back and trying to beat his dad, and, and Durant going and exercising demons without Curry, and then Harden is just there. Who's this guy who can score sixty points and get you know twenty assists? Like, so it's crazy. But the Lakers
0: got Caruso. Yeah.
3: The Lakers beat them. You got Caruso. You got, you know what I mean? You got a lot of guys. You got Dudley. Is Dudley still on the team? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Dudley. By the way, my favorite Dudley Dudley's thing is just that eating he, cold cuts. Eh? He tells, like, hotel people that uh, his name is President. Like, his fake name is President something. Yes. So when they call him for something, they're like, oh, Mr. Mr. President. Or his last name. Whatever. I he figured it. it
3: out, and I didn't. Listen, I could see Dudley... <laughs> like laughing to himself and food coming out of his mouth in the hotel room. (laughs) And you know what I mean? Like, but my point is, my point is, is that they'll win the East. Yes. But if they have to play the Lakers in the finals, the Lakers will beat them.
0: Um, okay. Ian, let me stick with you for the last question. Just a straight up uh, early season MVP, you know, like, you know, and not as in who's played the best so far, but you know, it's such a narrative award and all this kind of stuff. Just just early snapshot in time. Who do you
3: think is going to do all the things they need to do to win the MVP? Well, again, there's the ubiquitous, yes, you can give it to LeBron James every year award and he could have 15 MVPs. You know what I mean? Sure. But I think, Depending on where Dallas goes. I think that you'll probably land with Luca. He's the NBA's new golden boy He's 21. He looks like the best player in the NBA under 25 They want him to shine and he deserves it The other thing you have to factor in is if Dallas comes if Dallas is sort of like in the playoffs They don't need home court. Like if sure if they vaulted up to four or three, you got it, but um, If you take him out that team They're they're not good like, Kristaps is fine, but he's going to get injured again. Who's the next best player on that team? Tim Harre, Jr.? Like, they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they're a pretty yeah, totally. good team. They're a pretty good team, and they're well coached. But Luka is that good. And, I mean, I don't know who else you give it to. Luka or LeBron? My I don't see anybody else.
0: My early one was Jokic because I thought the Nuggets were going to just like take the regular season so freaking seriously and just mm-hmm. like have a crazy record. And then he'd be the best player and like also having, you know, he's incredible. He's like an MVP worthy guy. For sure. Um, now I'm kind of leaning towards someone else, but I'm going Yao first. So I want to see who you're thinking.
2: Uh, if you asked me this preseason, I would have said Luca because the league wanted Luca to win. Because you're right, this is a narrative-driven award. It's never mm-hmm. actually given by the letter of its definition. It's not given to the most valuable. It's just given to the most valuable according to the story that you've uh, laid out. Um, so, if, they have to be a top four team mm-hmm. for them for Luca to actually get it. Because if they fall unless he's averaging unreal numbers, which he's not at the moment, it, he'll lose it. Um, after that, it's like, I feel like part of them in like leaning towards LeBron, not because like, uh, you know, LeBron should win it every year, which he should. Uh, but I think the narrative about like him being like 36 years old and still at the top of his game and the Lakers are in the top two, um, if the Lakers remain in the like one-two spot, and he still has great numbers, and he's second in the league at assists, you could probably they'll probably just build that narrative about like longevity, and you have to give it to someone he's lasted that long. So I'm leaning that way, um, but we'll see. If Dallas climbs back within the top four,
3: Luke will get it. I would love and to see LeBron get his fifth. You know, he deserves five he would be fully in be like. Nice. Abdul Jabbar territory.
0: Because he would be five. like,
3: he deserves five MVPs. He deserves. Deserves.
0: He'd a late season MVP. He'd be <clears> chasing <throat> his scoring title. He'd be a Laker late in life. The Derrick, yeah. the, the Derrick, Rose,
3: the Derrick Rose MVP year, you give it to Derrick Rose because he really did have a great year. But like that year, LeBron was like, that was like one of the best years of his career. That was a joke. LeBron right. was crazy. He was like, LeBron was insane
2: that year. The um, year he got MVP, it was his first year in Miami, I think he mm-hmm. should also should have got
3: defensive player of the year because he was just like head and shoulders the best player. Dude, in when he was like 27, 28, he was crazy. I
0: think but his first year is when he didn't get it because everyone hated him. He was ridiculous. No, I think he got it. They just didn't oh, get it. Did? I'm trying to, isn't that when Rose
2: got it? Or maybe that's when Rose got it. I don't
0: think because then it went back to being like, oh, whoops, sorry, LeBron is way better. Kiss than from a Rose, is. eh?
2: Yeah,
0: kiss from a Rose. Cheers.
2: Uh, I mean, but um, like. Like Jokic is like the other one that's like sneaking up because he's leading the league in assists right now. He's averaging a triple
3: double right now. And yes, I agree with the Jokic pick, but he's just not a sexy MVP. That's the problem. I go down lines of MVPs in the record books. You know, LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, like Shaquille, and then Jokic. People are like, "Mm,
2: no.
3: Leads the league in his he, yeah no hey, I, all I, below six. I love the Joker. I've He's actually kind of changed. He's a total Frankenstein.
0: I've changed yeah. to Embiid. Like no. I think I, now, I know I know he just like uh, I, I, as soon as soon as you said no, I'm like you're right because he he just played games or something. Him,
3: so. He's gonna hurt his toe his his toe or something or like yeah, it's his, not durable. You know his That's his elbow I, I or something. games. He's in the running. Regardless yeah, of he, what, is. Joel Embiid is incredible, but and, he never plays enough to win the award. Yeah, and
0: and 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 uh, yeah, you're completely like right to you know reinforce the narrative thing because that's kind of why I think it's could be a weird one this year with Giannis because I think. The Bucs could potentially have the best record again and he his stats could be out of control and it could be like, oh, it's gotta be Giannis. But no, with him I, and I, holiday hold on, hold on, not with, not with, with him and holiday, I think
2: it's like holiday is
0: gonna take that away. Basically I don't
2: think it's holiday. I think it's the fact that he hasn't made a finals. He's already won two in a row. They don't like him, him. in a three in a row unless he had won a finals within that time. Mm-hmm. He, he That's know- true. There's no chance. He can average forty and twenty and they won't give it to him. It just will like I mean not But you know yeah. I mean?
0: Harden like, kind of proved that last year where he was like, All right, I guess wild stats aren't everything.
2: No, no. Like, he, 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 unless they go like undefeated for the rest of the year, like there's no way he's gonna get it. Agreed. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Um okay, let's let's finish this baby off with some goddamn quickish questions. <laughs> uh Two of my two of my favorite buds. Uh, are we ready to do this or what? Heck yes. All I'm right. filled for this. Maddie, good sir. Please give me the sweetest, most delicious, quickish questions you
2: got.
1: Quickish questions.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Hello? if you're checking this thing out, that's Matty D. Uh, he's awesome. It's not Matt Devlin, but we do that as well. Um, let's do some quickish questions. I'll pull these babies up. Uh, you guys know how it works. You can't phone a friend. You can't delay. You know, you can't. You just got to answer as quickly and concisely as you can. We won't hold it against you. Me, on the other hand, I might have a seizure, I might, uh, you know, just read the wrong sentence, Uh, I I might be confused by punctuation, stutter, slur, all sorts of things might happen with the reading of my question. Uh, But that's the game, Uh, that's how it is. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, uh, let's do, um, let's do Ian, Yao, Matt. Okay. Ian, what's better than a three-game winning streak?
3: Um, triple cheese pizza. Ooh. good answer. Yao, mm-hmm. what NBA rule
0: would
2: you get rid of? Oh, jeez. Um, I would get rid of the backcourt violation and just it's not that effective okay matt yeah
0: if you could develop a signature commentary phrase like jack's boucher
1: joke, what would it be a signature phrase um well i think that uh when i don't know why og doesn't do this i was thinking about this before whenever he hits a three uh I would say it's tea time and he's <laughs> that oh is a God. great answer. I love you. <laughs>
3: Ian. That's incredible. Ian. Uh, sip? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sip the
1: sip oh, Yeah, he's sipping with huge. It was a little well, They always say he's from the UK, right? They always intro him with that. So I'm like, mm. well, he's got to, he's got to lean right into that tea. Oh, lean into the tea, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Ian. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> is Stanley Johnson's single white female Black Swan
3: slash Fight club I don't know to OG Ananobi I have to say you know this is when like somebody asks you if you've seen a movie and you just say yes and then they have follow-up questions and you're and you're like also yes.
1: So my answer <laughs> like, is shit. also
3: yes. okay that's, that, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good. Oh uh, can I once can I save the rule that I would get rid of? Is yes. Um, yes. you're allowed to come off the bench during a brawl? I want some brawls. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's that more bench athletic. brawls. Bench clearing is good. <laughs>
2: it's not not the bench clearing part; just the whole like automatic suspension if you get up. There's a, you
3: there's a little There's a little passion, you know. Yeah, I shit. sorry. Are so, we back? Yes.
2: Are you asking me?
0: Yeah, that was a question. You answered it. You rocked it. We're back. <laughs> Matt. hmm And then the, this is just this is just an off the dome one for you. Oh dear. Could you believe I
1: actually beat you that bad in fantasy last oh. week? Oh. Uh yeah, I lost eight one to Freddie last week. Oh, I brutal. don't think my team is that bad. I don't understand His team's good. what's I got happening. Really lucky. But uh, I've got I mean, James Harden, so now that uh, you know he's got his head straight, hopefully, it uh, could be a little smoother sailing because he has not been very good fantasy wise. I'd like to oh,
3: say okay. I'd like Devin Booker to shoot the ball better
1: too. Oh, so, guys, I'll talk
0: to them both. <laughs> no worries. Um, that's the pod, though. We we made it to the end. Uh, this was this was a good one we got some, some jokes, some analysis. Uh, I sprung Matt with an unfair question. I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, we have a good relationship. Everything's going to be okay. I hope. I don't know. Maybe we don't. You know what I mean? No, we're good. Um, Ian, what's yes. up? Uh, where can people uh, check you out? Where can they like listen to you, <clears throat> crack some jokes?
3: Uh, well, I've been doing my uh, Instagram stories on shirt underscore Gordon. That's my Instagram handle if you want to give me a follow, but I'm also going to try to get a YouTube channel going and I'm working on the intro video right now. I've got a little keyboard Ooh. and I'm making my own intro song. So, uh, you know, and other than that, I've been eating a lot of sliced cheese and just, uh, just hanging out. know. <laughs> man, I gotta get in on the sli- on the sliced cheese, and also you Listen, you can multitask it's at a level I can't. So I can tell you right now, cheese is your friend, Freddie. Unless you're lactose intolerant, then it's not your friend. Those are the oh, two no. rules of love life. I, I pound cheese. Electric fence or non electric fence? <laughs> I like it.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. What's up? Where can where can people check you out? Uh, You're 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 busy you're a busy fella.
2: Boom. Uh Instagram Twitter at Yao Experience. Um my website is YaoExperience.com. I'm working on this like writing project. Uh I asked for a bunch of props because I do a lot of writing. Uh and I was between edits and I was like, Oh, uh send me the title of a TV show that doesn't exist and I'll write the cold open for that T V show. So a bunch of people have sent those. I just started writing all of them. And when they finish, I'll put them on my website. But I've written, uh, what's my favorite so far? I, someone gave me the title, Get Bent, and I made it about a disgruntled Canada's Wonderland employee. Mm. So, <laughs> I like I, it.
1: I'd watch and, that.
2: Yeah. Oh, like, he's like, the drop zone. Why is it not bent? Oh,
0: <laughs> sorry. <Remember laughs> I'm sorry.
3: Change you used to lose on the jet stream, Freddie. Oh. Yeah. oh, buddy, if oh, you had a loony in your pocket, the jet stream was taking that. That's loop. true. Oh, yeah. that was I a tough one. The ride on the Canadian Mindbuster <clears throat> mid ride. No, you didn't.
0: Yes, I didn't. No, no. no. I, it's in no way I could. I'd be too scared. Imagine <laughs> Mindbuster. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd, I'd be hurt, but okay. You know, we're 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 Mindbuster.
3: Uh, we're all just starved for, for contacting. Yeah, just, it was really nice to talk to you guys
0: yeah I love you guys the Raptors are doing good things mm-hmm. are turning around
2: things um, are coming back
0: things are good um, but yeah that's, that's it for the pod uh, thanks everyone who listens shares, subscribe all that good stuff that pro podcasters talk about doing um, yeah love you all and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week Matt uh, if we're good to go uh please just give me those sweet words okay
1: yeah! Yeah!